Hi, this is Ria Mahesh. I'm a DJ here at the station, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Sun June, who are an Austin-based indie pop band. Um, I love their music so much, and had a blast interviewing Sarah, who's the drummer of the band, and Laura, who's the vocalist of the band. So here it is. Hope you enjoy. Okay, we're going to start with some rapid-fire questions. Um, What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Black. No, wait. Sorry. Raspberry. Black raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) And say coffee. Favorite color? Green. I was going to say green. (laughs) (laughs) It can be green. Only one of us can have green. (laughs) (laughs) What's your dream vacation? I want to say something cooler than laying on a beach with a good book, but that's, uh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like more like city, like I'd love to go to Tokyo. We've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Also would love that. Yeah. Love to see the world anywhere but, but. <laughs> I would love to do I would love to do nothing somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you could collaborate with any artist who would it be Kanye <laughs> <Ooh>. nice <laughs> roll with that <laughs> can't think of anything It's the most extreme one I could think of. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite caffeinated beverage? Just straight black coffee. Same. Drink some now. Nice. (laughs) What's one book that you think everyone should read? Oh, um... Malcolm X <laughs> autobiography <laughs> that's that's the more serious answer <laughs> um, or where the sidewalk ends that's that's my non-serious answer yeah I can't think of what I've like been reading recently I think I've done a lot but What's your favorite book from childhood? Mm, I mean, To Kill a Mockingbird, I feel like that's everybody's answer. So good, though. It's a good book. Definitely. What do you prefer, crushed or cubed ice? Cubed, 100%. (laughs) Cubed. Cubed is good. (laughs) What's your favorite TV show? Amazing Race. <laughs> Watch a lot of Amazing Race these days. Also rewatched Veep recently. So good. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? Oh. <laughs> uh. 
Um, it was Alan Rickman. All right, nice. <laughs> oh, Snape. Speaking <laughs> on the older men, I think Bill Pullman, young Bill Pullman. <laughs> And P. Davidson. Uh, oh, <laughs> Sarah! I love it. I love it. That was so funny. pale. <laughs> so many tattoos. Uh, so sickly. Um, last rapid fire question. What's your go-to comfort food? Mashed potatoes. Pizza. Classic. Very nice. I think pizza's a healthy choice. So yeah. <laughs> comforting and healthy um now i'm going to transition into i guess like the more quote-unquote serious questions um just feel free to talk for as little as as long as you want to about all of these and um if there are any follow-up questions or anything i might also bring those up so um to start off with how did the band start so it started um like really just started between Stephen and I while while we were working together at um uh, a film job so he was an editor and I was like an office production assistant (laughs) and um we were working long hours and decided to like joke around and um make a song and uh or cover a song yeah where is my mind turned into where is my life by the pixies and then we were like oh you actually have songs oh you actually sing and then we started actually writing together um and then or over time we met what would be the full lineup sarah and justin and michael um just through friends and stuff so very organic slow growth (laughs) type stuff very nice yeah what inspired the name sun june i should say it was born out of a a need to become taken a little more serious both become more serious with our song writing and be taken more seriously we used to be called jeff um (laughs) j-e-f-f that's nice <laughs> still love it but <laughs> still great name but yeah we were like okay we want to be we want to really like be a band that people can talk about <laughs> or reference in a non-joking way and the two words we just had like a big spreadsheet honestly it's like a really boring answer I guess but we had a, a bunch of words that we really loved trying to pair together and and then sun and june just like came together perfectly and yeah i think it was just like it was a hit when it happened so we just <laughs> very nice what's your songwriting process like are you lyrics first or melody first and is it a more collaborative process within the whole band or do you write separately well, I'd say it's very collaborative and um, we we write most of the time, Stephen and I are, are both writing songs separately. Um, 
and we both start with melody and then uh kind of create all the layers and and sonics with the rest of the band so like sarah and justin and michael will will we'll meet them up at practice and say here's the shell of like a song and let's see what we do with it right wouldn't you say sarah yeah yeah i think a lot of like working on the arrangements kind of after that kind of first melody structure pass so my dog is digging a lot and he like oh no won't stop (laughs) part of me he just i can show you he's a monster (gasps) so cute he's always digging there (laughs) he really just like goes for it he gets really like i think sleepy it's crazy yeah about that um kind of going off of that last part what are your favorite lyrics on the album I guess I'll I'll say my favorite lyrics are some of Stevens um and they're like the first (laughs) lyrics of the whole album you're too cool for LA I am bad with time (laughs) yeah that pairing's awesome I love that yeah I think I also um seasons the song is like one of my favorites but I love the lyrics in that song and I think too how we like shape some of the arrangements around the lyrics and make them really impactful so that's one of my favorites there are a lot of references in your songs to like female artists like Stevie Nicks, Karen O. Kind of like what inspired all of those references? Uh, well, I think they serve different purposes for each song. So it's hard to blanket them except to say that they're just, can I say badass? <laughs> or no? Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they are badasses. Um, they're they're iconic in their own ways. Um, I think to like again, it, they they serve different purposes for each song. So like, I think Karen O is more of a a placeholder of a of a night and um and of and a like of of scene more than anything so hopefully that that draws that connection and i and you know i obviously whatever anyone takes from it i'm i'm game for you know but in bad with time i think it's all about just like sort of putting yourself in this like shape of a really iconic person in the to sell yourself to the eyes of like the person you want to be with and um how you can be for them or something weird like that I don't know it's hard to say like multiple personality shifting (laughs) weird and I get it yeah I think it also mm -hmm. just came like out of randomness and um and I'm not quite sure entirely why. 
mean, it's awesome. I think it's just like, it's really powerful and it's like a really nice theme. I feel that goes throughout the album. I really love that. But um, I'm curious as to how you both like started playing music individually. Like, did your parents like encourage you to play an instrument or like sing or like, was it completely self-motivated? I want to hear Sarah's answer first. I'm so curious, actually. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I, I did guitar lessons growing up when I was probably started around eight-ish. And then um, I really like counterintuitively, like going into high school, I really wanted to join the concert band because I thought it was cool. I feel like it's like a time when people like try to leave the concert band. I was like, I got to be there. <laughs> um, but they didn't have I wanted to play guitar in the jazz band, um, but I had to do like a concert instrument. So they're like, oh, just do percussion. That will be like an easy transfer. Um, and I just like really ended up loving it. So it became like super band geek, like drumline. Um, I went to college and studied music and everything. So, but yeah, so I still like no guitar. I don't like play it very often, but, but drums and percussion definitely like, that was like what I was looking for. So yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so cool um yeah I, I was encouraged I would say to do whatever I wanted um but not necessarily like shown uh how, how to get there <laughs> so um my mother always um would be involved in like theater productions and um she would act and direct and like I latched onto that so I did a lot of musical theater <laughs> as a young child and um the only way I could I could be dragged to church was to join the choir <laughs> so, totally. so I, I really I, I always loved singing and that's something I was always encouraged to do and um given given a lot of resources for I will say that I was always intimidated to like actually learn any instrument so I tried to just like teach myself piano just with the sheet music I would bring home things like that um so very much self-taught but I will say I'm I've learned the I haven't learned the guitar <laughs> I'm learning the guitar currently I had one lesson like a year ago my first lesson ever it was great and um yeah looking forward to to playing more I did play a little on this record um, which was fun, but badly, very badly. Everyone in the band can play like <laughs> every instrument <laughs> except for me and Steven. Um, I was also a musical theater kid up until middle school. What what shows Amazing. were you in? Oh, yes. Amazing. We're in good company. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. Um, what shows were, were... I also did some really wacky like musical theater that was like for children my friend's mother owned her parents ran this like theater called cocoon theater in new york and they would work with children like every summer and adapt these like really dark versions of like 101 yeah. dalmatians or <laughs> like i remember playing <laughs> a mother dog who had lost her pups to gorilla deville and like sang a heartbreaking song about like losing a child <laughs> I was like nine or ten or something. <laughs> oh man! Um, so a lot of original music there, but um, the big productions I did, I was mostly like 
in the chorus and then I got dragged into like playing the lead in um, a friend's production of Footloose. <laughs> yes. Wait. Oh, oh my God. So, you know, I hit those high notes. Danced around like a freak. Had a really cool 80s that I, I kept. What? Yeah, Finian's Rainbow, I think, was like the big childhood mm-hmm. memory of mine. So I got to like dress up in yellow. Like I had a big yellow wig and I would do cartwheels around the stage and stuff. <laughs> what about you? I um did Annie the Wizard of Oz I played I I always played like the most like irrelevant roles though like in Annie I was like do y'all know who Lily is is uh, well I'm assuming one of the orphans she's one she's one of the fake villains she's Rooster's girlfriend oh hell yeah that's like that's a great role role. (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny because like it was like in middle school and the guy who was playing Rooster was like probably like a foot shorter than me and they thought it would be funny if they made it like a huge height difference and so they like made me wear these like big heels and I was like in middle school this is so terrible that role is like iconic was it Carol Burnett that played it in the was it I don't I think I I don't know I'm gonna look it up you could you definitely could be right I always dreamed that I like my dream role if I can get into this real quick it would be one of the um one of the three coral ladies in Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> That'd be awesome. That's like, that's what I've always, I always wanted to just be one of those, one of those chicks just singing her ass off and dancing yeah. in the background. That's such <laughs> it a is Carol. <laughs> I nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's so funny. Amazing. I love it. I played like in a lot of like pits for musicals in college and high school. And that's like been my favorite like some of my favorite moments I love that like yeah it's so great it's so just fun. it's Amazing. so fun <laughs> yeah miss those uh, days sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um back to the, the discourse yeah. um I'm a huge fan of your new album I mean it's still March but it's probably my album of the year and so I'm just curious as to like, what are the biggest themes on this album and what was the process of making it like? Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks. That's very sweet. Yeah, that's so sweet. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it and, and listening to it. Um, I, well, the process was really long. I mean, some songs we started writing like three or four years ago. I think Karen O actually Steven wrote that in like 2016 so before we even recorded our first album so it's been like a really long haul and then he mentioned the other day how we had like 19 songs on a cd that we were like planning to put on this record and then none of them made it (laughs) so like he and I just have it's always a collection of songs um so we don't necessarily like write for an album um I think the themes are grown from just like our place in life at the time and and then we we kind of just pair them together accordingly if that makes sense he and I are also um dating we've been dating for a long time now and um so we we have our own personal traumas that we write about and then of course we write about like what our relationship has been like 
I think throughout this time of also having a band and like doing different things and him changing his like entire career. Um, yeah, it all, it all seeps into like what love means to us. Um, it's serious, I guess, but it's also sad because there's just, yeah, there's sadness in everything and in growth and change and um, letting go of like just the parts of you that, I don't know, this is what 30 something year olds think about maybe, but <laughs> anyone, anyone kind of in a, a moment in their life where they're making a, like a serious step. I think could relate to any one of the songs on this and and also just finding like the polar opposite of like an event and how it affects you um I think all the songs we like listen back to them are like oh this means like something totally different to someone and that's so cool because maybe they're hearing something a little more optimistic than what I intended it to sound like you know um I think we really love having the listener like kind of make up their their own interpretation of it, right? But we did set a mood board, which Sarah was very good about like reminding us when we would listen back to things because um, we wanted some sounds to be like very, um, <laughs> we said Albuquerque prom alternate timeline of global cooling when like the population is just gone down to almost zero and like you're the band at this prom <laughs> so yeah Sarah when you say you'd be like hey what so is this really saying like Albuquerque prom like <laughs> well, yeah, I think like I feel like that even that mood board I feel like I definitely like see colors in that I feel like I see like the deserty sunset colors as part of that like mood boarding um definitely but yeah we we're talking about it the other day like when, when I feel like when it gets to like certain moments of like oh how do we arrange this or is this the right tone that would kind of help be like a guiding light in some ways like not like you know live or die by but I think it would help like if you need to choose a fork in the road maybe a direction so yeah it was nice to have that I think for sure yeah because a lot of the time we were we were creating stuff sort of there at the studio. Um, we had been touring a lot that year. And so we had a moment to like demo the songs before leaving to for tour and really didn't work through any of that um, until we, we were ready to like, yeah, get it done. <laughs> so it was, it was cool to work that way. Very cool. Um, how do you think living in Austin and making music in this indie scene has influenced your music and what's your favorite venue in town? Well, I think it's been nothing but inspiring and like uh, there's so many amazing bands and awesome musicians that I'm just like, how are you? Uh, so good. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think it's, it's just been like Venues like Chair of Charlie's and Hotel Vegas were, I think, my first real look at like 
who was playing what like what the indie band scene was like like I would go to the White Horse you know to like dance or like blow off steam like I, I saw some country acts like I had seen Dale Watson maybe the first night I was even in had moved here you know nice. and like I was like <laughs> oh this is very this is what Austin is you know like this must be it that's all there is <laughs> and boy was I wrong um <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, just taking inspiration from so many, like, yeah, amazing people um, has been, has been really fun and makes me feel really lucky to, like, be part of the scene. Because we definitely, at first, were like, how do we be part of this? You know, like, how do we, again, be taken seriously? Or at the very least, like get a show <laughs> um and people were really um people are really like open to to finding new music I think that's like one of the joys of going out um I guess hopefully soon to be Austin again but pre-pandemic a lineup of acts maybe you know like one of the bands but three others you've never heard of so it's just yeah it's a cool scene yeah I think like pre-covid too like I feel like a lot of venues too like wanted that every night music so it almost seemed like if you really wanted a gig you'd likely be able to get one somewhere it might be like the Monday you know 11 p.m slot but you know there was always like a good rotation of 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 trying to get like those spots and also other musicians playing other bands, a lot of like crossovers. I think it was, um, it was always like kind of new, new groups, new bands kind of forming. So yeah, the pre-COVID, some curious posts what it'll look like if I think we'll be there soon. I think so too. Um, kind of talking about those other bands in Austin, what are some of your favorite local bands? Um, definitely Caroline Says, it's the top one. Daphne Tunes, who um, uh, the lead singer in that, Santi, has been playing with us, filling in for Steven. Um, Pelvis, Wesley, Sarah, and Santi are both in that band. <laughs> no way! I love Pelvis. She, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Santi and I both play in that. That's awesome. I play them awesome. on my radio show all the time. <laughs> oh, so sweet. good. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's so many. Who, who else? <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. missing half of them. <laughs> I do. I know. I'm like totally blanking. Um, I don't know if Katie Kirby would be Austin. I guess not. Maybe she's more Nashville, but I love her new album. Um, yeah. Oh, Jordan Moser. They're also on Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Molly. Birch. Yeah. Sweet Spirit. Love what they do. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Sweet Spirit. Um, Tossie. Uh, Marlon Hedrick. Yeah. Um, just, oh, yeah. So many. Christelle Lafale. Mm-hmm. I saw her actually um, Far Out Lounge, I think. Yeah, she did a show recently. It was so good. She opened for oh, Fat Tony. Oh, nice. I didn't realize. She, yes, that. Fat Tony. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, so mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome. I wish I could have gone to that. Um, uh, there's endless bands. 
don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's been such like a year of kind of hiatus in a way. I know people are doing like working on projects and stuff, but yeah, you know, it's been in times good to be like removed a bit because I do feel like we were like really ramping up in a in a wild way. So space is welcome, but I think it's like getting back into that. Yeah. That yeah. Um, who's the other band that <laughs> I can't I'm blanking on their name <laughs> well Van Mary uh, Neville I love mm. I'm just thinking of like all the bands that I was so excited to like go see a show of like before lockdown <laughs> <laughs> I'm like stuck in that moment <laughs> freeze frame <laughs> so hopefully yeah I can get catch some of those shows again soon um, what are three albums that have greatly influenced each of you as an artist? Oh. Um, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, number one. Uh, Can I throw out one for the both of us, maybe? Oh, I'm curious. Yeah. Rumors. I have the poster yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'll take that yeah. one. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Um, God, it's so hard. I think. Um, I mean, I really learned piano to um, <laughs> make me sound like I know how to play piano. Um, Alicia Keys songs in A minor. I uh, uh, was obsessed with that songbook. We play that all the time. You know, she she and Vanessa Carlton really made piano cool. But I would say Alicia Keys is like was was who I preferred. <laughs> I, I definitely like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, songwriting wise, though, it's hard to say. I think. Um, oh so hard sorry I know you can cut out all this dead space <laughs> um, I think about like I guess Feist um, Reminder is like a big one but uh, uh, what was it called her, her most recent one I thought was like the most beautiful like songs in general what, what was it called though pleasure I can, I can picture it yeah that sounds right I think that's the title of a song but it might be the title of the album and um I feel dumb for not knowing it off the top of my head I think that's right um yeah. I also listened to like um a collection of Billie Holiday 
sorry, I'm going beyond three because it's so hard to whittle them down. But I would listen to like a collection of Billie Holiday songs in middle school. And also, um, uh, I got really into Bonnie Bear in college. <laughs> um, for better or worse, he, he makes nonsense sound really good you know true <laughs> like he's he he writes in a in a way that is like you know it, maybe it's a crutch sometimes but it's uh it's more it sounds like a sort of stream of consciousness of like sounds rather than making sense of anything so that that um, I like trying to practice that sometimes or as much as I can uh leonard cohen great songwriter (laughs) there's so many (laughs) what do you think sarah uh other than rumors other than rumors i mean i mean rumors is just like yeah i feel like i could play that endlessly it's just so good i also just like love the female power between christy mcbee and stevie it's just is like so great um yeah totally so much I mean that album is so much like angst um as far as like personally um growing up I listened to like a lot of oldies with my dad um so the Beach Boys have like a very, very special place in my heart but um Pet Sounds specifically I know like I feel like a lot of people that's like a big album for them but I think like those arrangements vocal arrangements and also just like the percussion part specifically have just like these really incredible moments that I really love so I'll just, I'll just lean on that one. It's one of my faves. Have you seen Echo in the Canyon? <laughs> yes. There, we watched Sarah it on was. tour. Oh, really? That was, it was that, wait, it was that weird cool. thing in, um, yeah, singer, right? It was with, um, with um, performances? With, yeah, wasn't that, was it, um, whose son was that? Was it Bob Dylan's son. Dylan. Yeah. Jacob Dylan. Yeah, we, Jacob we, we watched it. I was like our last night before getting back to Austin watched it in like we're in Arkansas <laughs> yeah at our, at our Airbnb Ooh. that Wait, was but like is that um, the right one I think yeah. so yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah yeah Jacob okay. Jacob Dylan yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 I think I mean I know like Michael Michael I think like really loves that kind of era too I feel like him and I have that in common but I think like there's such like a weird thing about that way that they did that where it was such like a what's the word self-inflating thing for Jacob Dylan right or he's just like watch me play all these old songs that my father yeah. and friends made yeah I love the back history but like I could have done without some of that stuff I loved how weird Regina Spector was in that like she was like, so, so weird, so weird. she's so, so weird in general but I I also listened to her a lot or that first album of hers a yeah. lot in high yeah. school yeah for sure and Same. she played uh at Bonnaroo like I went to that festival that year and um, it was like, what are we going to do before our finals, <laughs> before senior <laughs> finals? <laughs> go to Mug and Bonner. Sorry, excuse me, go to Bonner. <laughs> oh my God. And um, she was, uh, I was, I was very excited to see her perform. I know also like Wilco played that year, which was mm-hmm. exciting, but she was playing and she like forgot the lyrics to her song in the middle of of performing and i think about that all the time because i'm constantly like somewhere else (laughs) and i i forget what i'm saying or what i'm supposed to be singing 
and I just I at the oh, time man. I was like how could you ever forget the lyrics <laughs> like how embarrassing <laughs> so judgy oh, I no. know no. but I it's like a worst nightmare to see played out on that scale she she could not have Shit. been cooler about it I gotta mm-hmm. say but it was yeah I just oh, love man. that it's come full circle for me <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, but Laurel Canyon stuff is very I, yeah. I love that history for sure to get back to the point it's very yeah. sorry it's very I totally agree though I the Jacob Dylan it just like it was so weird when like Brian Wilson was literally in the room and he wasn't singing the song that he wrote and instead Jacob yes. Dylan was singing it and I was just like I was like I mean like it was really really cool that like literally everybody was in that documentary I literally watched it I've seen it a couple of times and I watched it again yesterday so it's still like really fresh on my mind but it's just like but Regina Spector like I remember that last scene she said something that I just like looked at her and I was like that is so weird (laughs) when they're all like sitting on the couch or whatever who else is there like Becca there that that scene is like really forced too like yeah someone was like we got to do a scene where we sit on the couch and talk about records Uh, cat power wasn't it yeah cat power also a big influence on us gotta say oh yeah oh yeah incredible um <laughs> yeah what a yeah. weird what a weird um documentary yeah. but yeah brian wilson i love him i know he's had like mind kind of mental health stuff um i saw him a few years ago in austin it was oh, wow. they played pet sounds and i like cried the whole time yeah but, yeah um, we kind of talked a little bit about like the Albuquerque prom aesthetic, but if Sun June was a Pinterest board, what would be on it? Oh, I love that. Um, arrested out Honda Civic. <laughs> Say some kind of like roadside rest stop ish vibe. Um, suburban sprawl and like Texas suburban sprawl where there's just like big sky and like dead fields <laughs> not like malls <laughs> um it would yeah it would be like my our honda civic my uh hyundai accent like two sedans <laughs> a desert two practical sedans <laughs> two very practical <laughs> yes totally very aughts late aughts <laughs> um but I think with like that's like Stephen and mine's aesthetic as well as like um you know cups of coffee just like scattered everywhere a big picture of coffee somewhere and then Sarah I would say you you contribute more of like the sensible (laughs) aesthetics (laughs) Dogs. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> some good dogs in there. Probably some good good food, good comfort food. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Donuts and bagels. Um I want I want, I want to hear Steven's answer to this so bad. Yeah, it'd be so good. <laughs> I'd be interested to know what he thinks. Yeah. Also, yeah, well, everyone's the answer, but Michael and Steven might have, I, I guess, a, a ranch, like like Michael's ranch. Um, 
and disco ball. I basically just named everything that we have put in music videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's to come? You know, I don't know. I, I, I gotta keep, gotta keep searching for more imagery for us to expand into. I guess, but currently, that's those are our our tropes. <laughs> the disco ball, like shimmering above, like kind of messy Honda Civic coffee stained, like is. Yeah. Love it. That's it. I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> um, last question. What's next for Sun June? Um, feel free to talk about whatever you feel comfortable sharing at this point. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think we just want to, you know, hold out for, for some kind of touring soon, um, but no real news on that currently uh but you know yeah <laughs> i guess touring and um trying to record whatever the next record's going to be ahead of that realistically i think we have the rest of this year to try and do that and then at least demo things together yeah find some time and, to demo yeah and then um Hit, hit the whole world up 2022. <laughs> <laughs> the name of our tour. <laughs> hit up the whole world. I always world. think it's weird when people name tours. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a scene. I just don't understand. But it funny. is kind of funny. <laughs> it just cracks me up. It makes it really it's a whole, epic. Whole, it's all weird. Like it's like a brand capitalism thing to me. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just goes on a t-shirt, right? Yeah. Um. That's how you get them, baby. Yeah, hit the world up. <laughs> hit the whole dang world up. <laughs> and it just wraps around the t-shirt. <laughs> got so many ideas. We got a year to figure it out. Yeah, yeah we're just spitballing. <laughs> Workshopping, yeah. We're workshopping this. <laughs> um but yeah taking it day by day because things are um obviously there's a lot of unknowns but people are really i think pushing for for tours to 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 for venues to reopen you know as soon as possible so i'm hopeful that we can kind of yeah get back to a safe place to do that collectively as a you know human race <laughs> <laughs> definitely well i bet that's soon and i hope so looking forward to seeing y'all play live and going to the hit the world up tour <laughs> thank you yeah well, i look forward to seeing uh your band whenever yeah. whenever that happens again you know yeah you guys get so. it. We, we will hopefully we'll probably have a name hopefully by then yeah by then by then yeah. definitely it's all good great well thanks so much for spending your morning with me i had a blast yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great.